to Press Start, episode 25, your weekly video game podcast right here on Rabbit Hole Media. I am one of your hosts, Christian Lasham, joined today by another Rabbit Hole face, Tom. Hi. That was my Rabbit Hole face. <laughs> was it? It looked painful. Yeah, it was. I didn't really know what to do, and that's what I went with. So that's fine. It it's fine. It works, it works. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm very good. Yep. Um, I'm cold, but it I'm good. It is freezing. This heat's yeah. been on for a good half it's, hour. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah. The heat is hot. Cool. I'm glad. <laughs> That's over there. It is indeed. <coughs> we should get it in the mid, like here. It's radiating. Maybe. But then it would be in shot. And probably burn our shins. To be fair, quite like a burnt shin. Do you? No. You have this. You have this from experience, don't you? Oh yeah, I do. Yeah, I actually do. Yeah, it's very painful. <laughs> so, what's new with you in the world of games? Uh, in the world of games, mm-hmm. not really a lot. Okay. Obviously. Um, the topic of the show last Apex. week was Apex, mm-hmm. and that's all I've played. You haven't had your input on Apex, so you weren't here last week. Um, true, this is true. Uh, I love it. I think it's absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really well built. Uh, everything about it is brilliant. Um, and I really like it. I haven't played anything else apart from my Switch, because I was somewhere where I needed it to be portable. <laughs> so, yeah, basically Apex is all I've played. Yeah, I don't, have enough, this year so I don't have enough good things to I say about that game. I really, really enjoy it, and I, I need to make more time for it, personally. Yes. But, uh, yeah, no, it's good. Really, really good, and it's holding up, and I can't remember where we had got to if this had happened in the last episode or not, but the last I saw, over 25 million players. Yeah, it's, now, it's which is massive. insane. It's I don't, th- I don't think they'd off. hit that by the time we... Recorded last week. I don't remember. Probably not. But, but um, it's yeah, yeah it's taken million. off massively. Considering it was like a stealth drop, it's. Yeah. I'd be really interested to see how many of those twenty-five million were Fortnite players, and whether or not Fortnite has dropped considerably in well, its their, concurrent player I think account. their next season is free. The Battle Pass. Fortnite yeah, I, Fortnite I, I, I saw because that, obviously yeah. they need something to pull it back, which is you know it, that's how games yeah. work. Yeah. Like there's a new game that's. Better than Fortnite, I'd say, but I mean, Fortnite's still brilliant. Yeah, it's just Fortnite was kind of the reason that Fortnite, Battle Royale, Fortnite got the um, free to play element right, yes, which is what pulled it in. Yeah, and then the, these guys have come along with arguably a better game, but taking the same yeah. free to play element. Fortnite, there's no Apex, yeah, because Fortnite were, I'd say, the Battle Royale completely, they were the ones that pushed it into the right place, yeah, yeah, they took what was right, they they tweaked the genre where they needed to but they I think what they did right specifically was they got that free to play yeah. system yeah, working precisely. in a way that the, 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 the industry went oh oh I see yeah. and then Apex have done exactly that they've they've basically copied Fortnite's free to play system yeah, entirely they're going to have a battle pass system as well aren't yeah. they and then but then new maps come in as well which is new maps are coming yes. I didn't well, see that I awesome. saw something about it don't know where, how legit it is but okay. basically implied that they will bring new maps that's cool that's rather cool. than the Fortnite system which I still think worked which is where they had the big map mm-hmm. and they adjust it and yeah. it works oh no that does work it does yeah. work but I think having different maps is better yeah personally. I think they've kind of they've taken the good stuff about Fortnite and just improved on it and just yeah it's almost, taken they've that. taken elements of a, of like all the battle royales yep. and made it their own and you know which is fair enough and yeah, it's, think, it's it's very I think, good I think so I, I have not played enough of it and I need to play more I have played far but, too uh, much of it, yeah. and I've also discovered that if I'm in a party with my friends, mm-hmm. I do not play as well because I'm not being like sweaty loser who is just playing the oh, game. Okay. And I feel that being in a party makes me not as good because I'm distracted by chatting and that sort of thing. But I will work on this, <laughs> and we will become apex champions. Yeah, I need. To, I do want to play some more. But I have been playing 
Metro. Yes. Because I beat Doom. Yeah. Bought Doom. Beat Doom. Wanted to get it done. Got really hard at the end. Like, really hard at the end. Except mm. for the final boss fight. But final boss fight? Yeah, you, you you struggled there. Final... Rap Godded. Boss fight. Yes. Um, which is easy. Like, the levels leading up to the final boss were really hard. So many different enemies. All the different enemy times, cover types coming at you at once. Oh, my God! And you get the final boss. Completely new... I hate when they do this in games anyway. You get to the final boss and they suddenly introduce a new mechanic on the final boss fight. Don't, don't Yeah, do that's that. weird. Don't introduce I think a new the, mechanic the, now. I hate it. You should have... With a final boss fight, it should be all of the elements that you've learned throughout the all game. All the adamants, or, or at least something you've introduced. Some, so, like, yeah. South Park did it with the Stick of Truth, where there was a mission... We didn't get this mission. It got took out where you had to do the, fe- the fetus abortion. Yeah. And that taught you the mechanic that was then the final boss fight. We didn't Which get is that. disturbing. It's yeah. disturbing, but but it's South Park. I mean, from a game, expect. but from a game design point of view, it's a good idea. It's because yeah. it means that the there's some like fresh material as you play through it. But it's being taught to you. So you're not getting to the final final boss fight. I did it again, and going what's this? Which is basically what happened. But I did take the boss down in two goes. Yeah. Whereas I took it took me longer to get through the three stages before the boss fight. Yeah, you think they'd have all the ads and stuff on yeah, the boss fight. Yeah, there's no ads on the boss which fight, which is weird because um, normally it's just like here's the boss. They're either ridiculously hard in that kind of game. Yeah. Or there's just throwing basically other stuff this at was you. just a boss that could do a lot of damage and took a lot of bullets. Whereas there were bosses earlier in the game which were harder because they were more tactical. There were bosses where like you had to attack them at certain points. You had to yeah, yeah. figure out how to stagger yeah, them. Yeah, you, you have to figure the, the sort of system yeah. out before you. This was just shoot it. <laughs> shoot it and its health will go down yeah. like uh, there didn't seem anything to it so but done with that I thought I'd play some more of it but now done delete because then I start playing Metro which I'm playing for review um, which so far spoiler don't really like not too keen on Fair. Metro it's um, it's weird it's weird as well because I can't really quite put my finger on what I don't like about it it's quite slow paced but intentionally so mm-hmm. so I don't have a huge problem with that but it's then not exhilarating enough yeah because it is so slow paced yeah um the character moves so slowly like if you think even the anthem um hub world was slow this is yep. this is worse wow. it is so slow I, I, I um, feel like i won't get that game yeah very very slow and i and i think it's deliberate from this kind of atmosphere they're trying to create it's supposed to be a survival horror first person shooter but it just it feels too sluggish and the world's like each area is so big the traversing it just takes ages. There's no mm. way to move around the area quickly. So it's like, I need to get over there. That's going to take me half hour to walk over there. Excellent. Wonderful. Like, resources are low because it's a survival. So yeah. you don't have many resources. Yet you are constantly, like, just confronted with huge amounts of enemies. But you don't have many resources. So you get no choice in case... Like, there's areas where you have no choice but to be stuck into fights. But don't have any resources enemies take fucking bullets like no one's business as well you kind of have like there's human enemies and there's mutates I don't know if you know the premise of the game I it's don't a, really so it's a post-apocalyptic thing set in Russia um, the metro like the actual metro train system is where they all live underground mm-hmm. and in this game they've started to figure out that there's elements of the surface they can get to which is safe to inhabit and they're finding that there's actually been people have been inhabiting the surface whereas the people that have been living on the metro thought they were the only survivors and now they've realised oh, that okay. they can get on the surface yeah, and, and there's more standard so there's all these like mutated creatures very Fallout style creatures on the surface but they yeah. just take bullets they just take them and it's yeah, like, not, I mean there, there are some bullet sponge games where I can accept it 
where mm-hmm. it's like okay that's how this game works like destiny and stuff like yeah. that like it's fair but enough, this is but a bullet sponge game where they don't give you many resources yeah which is just a piss take seems backwards like, you can't do both they kind of counteract each other um there's a really weird thing as well about it where it's just kind of it looks gorgeous like in some ways it's really hard to explain this so the actual visuals so the the world like the actual like scenics and stuff is incredible like really really nice really good well detailed looks great in 4k hdr as well the lighting is fucking beautiful the weather effects is really really nice because um, you have to wear you have to wear a gas mask in certain areas because of radiation and stuff and that gets cracked and stuff as you take damage and it it looks really effective like the way the, the rain and blood coming out you have to clean it because it gets covered in blood and you have to swipe it and stuff and it works really really well the character models look really really good as well I remember the first character model I actually came up against so detailed really good skin textures really well detailed looking character mm. animations are fucking jank so it nice. just breaks it all like yeah. it looks it looks like a late PS2 game in terms of its animation style all the characters are over animated they're not in sync they're clearly not there's a bit where there's a cutscene with like three or four characters and they're clearly not have been in the room together performing because they're all kind of out of sync with each other it doesn't yeah. feel right and then they all doing T poses at the end yeah <laughs> the facial animations are basically just the lips are moving up and down there's no real muscular movement and it, well, they all look dead behind I the eyes like you're better off getting that right more than the completely agree because it's just scenic stuff and the, and the it detail. makes it look uncomfortable because they look so realistic and then they move and they look fucked and it's terrifying they're more scary than the yeah yeah it's, it's you know you, that's you should deal with the the actual movement and stuff yep. first that should be first yeah, I and think, then and they then, could probably have done it i feel like they easily. missed something there i don't know how they yeah. missed it but it just breaks it and every time i get stuck in a in a cutscene which is all done in first person with another character it's just like oh oh yeah dialogue's a bit poor as well in places so you're stuck there listening to someone in a dodgy russian accent Ugh. go back to exploring now um and like each level area so it's it's very linear first person shooter but you get to like here's your level as you go into it each level is like one open area and then you're given your next mission will be here and your next mission will be here but it doesn't really at any point explain really how to get to this place or where you need to be going so you're given like oh you need to go to the port and do this for us and then that's written on your little journal so you can see your objective to go to this place and do that and you can see on your map but that's where I need to get to because it's an open area figuring out how to get there is a mission in itself because it doesn't really point you in the right direction you have a compass which kind of aims in the direction you need to head but the way you need to head isn't necessarily the way you need to go if that makes yeah. sense. So it's, it's kind of a bit of realism. Yeah, really. but in a if way you're that... you like, you need to get here, but you don't know where that is. Which is what they're going for, but it's in, a, makes sense, in a way that like, in a game it doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, you've got to, you've got to take into the point is that it's a game. Yeah. Like, you still need to figure out. Yeah, it, you know, it like needs to be the, easily the accessible. The boy needs to say, like, you can get buy a hint or something. Yeah, him, exactly. Or however it would work in the mechanic of the game. And he says, oh, yeah, you need to go round this thing or whatever yeah. to get there. But you just end up getting stuck or exploring. Or so and so said that there's this in the way, or however. But then however there's some elements that are really good. The gunplay feels really good when you do get into a decent into a gunfight. Although it kind of, when you get into a gunfight with humans, it the the plot of the game encourages you not to encourage you to be stealthy and not kill anyone. But it's easier just to get into a gunfight because it's just jank to control in other ways. Like so many of the control systems are convoluted. Like to crouch is circle. Unless you want to crouch under something, in which case you have to hold square. That's stupid. Yeah. To jump 
is X. Unless you want to jump on top of something, in which case you have to hold square. That's stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Some would say dumb. Yes. Just, it just that. doesn't make sense a lot of it, so it just feels a bit... And then it's kind of becoming a grind to play, so part of me wants to keep playing and see where it goes, see what else there is to do, watch the story sort of unfold, um, but it's just such a... Oh, a it's challenge. It's and then it's hard... To, to get that, you know, a, like, not something you're enjoying, to yeah. get to that point that you want to be makes a crap game, if you yeah. ask me. Um, and then it's hard as well. Combat is hard, partly because you have low resources, partly because they're sponges. So save points are few and far between. It's primarily done on checkpoints, but few and far between. You can do like a quick save thing, but that's kind of janky of how that works as well, to be honest with you. Um, it's just it's just difficult. You spend so long trying to figure out, well, how am I supposed to get to this area? And then you get there and it's dead. Oh, good. Go back there and come back here again. It just takes ages and like where most when when you have like a, a level in a game, even an open game or a linear game, and you have to do a certain thing to progress. It kind of implies that to you. Yeah, you got to do this first. Yeah, but it it doesn't like so. Best example I had. There's one mission where you kind of have to infiltrate this kind of weird little church thing of all these cultists, and as you go in there, you get um you meet a couple of people who've been held captive and they sort of tell you like oh you know you need to help us we'll help you escape if you come back to rescue us kind of thing yeah and they're like go out this window and then you can escape and you go out this window and then you're just in the church so what would i do now it doesn't really tell you what you need to do so i start exploring this church i'm trying not to get into a proper gunfight being a little bit stealthy having to kill enemies because there's loads of them it's just wandering around so i don't know what i'm supposed to be doing here like i really don't know what my where do I need to... It doesn't give me any kind of waypoint of you need to get to this point. The objective just says escape the church. Yeah. Be more specific. <laughs> like, what class is escaping the church? I'm going around this for ages. I'd, then I'd killed all the enemies. Half of them had surrendered because they just sit there like, please don't shoot me. And then they were annoying me, so I just shot them anyway. And I just couldn't figure out where I need to go. I went back to the room where the other two were that had thinking, oh, maybe I need to go rescue them. But they're not there anymore. I don't know what I need to do. Eventually, I figured out there was a boat, and you could there was like a, there's like a boat hanging from a string rope, and you can cut the rope and drop the boat in the water, and then you can get in the boat and you can leave. But there was no like implication of this is where you need to go to, and it's kind mm. of it was hidden in like a hole in a wall, and it was like not make that clear at all. Like did did not make any of that clear. When am I rescuing these people? And then when I got back to my base, the people were already there. It was like, well, who rescued them? I haven't rescued them. They weren't in the boat with me. I don't understand. How did they get here? It's all very confusing. It does sound a little bit jank. It's just some oversights, I feel. But I guess that's part of the genre in a way as well. I get like, you know, games wanting to make you figure it out. Yeah. That's fine. But there has to be a, like a, oh, it says here that they keep a boat. Yeah, exactly. Back. Like even if it's on something. It needs to be a little bit obvious because, you know, we're gamers. We're not geniuses. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. But there you go. I should play more of it and I shall do, shall do a full review of it at some point. But, you know. Tom, should we do some news? Sure. I'm going to start. You haven't done your screed yet. 
Do you do that? Do you do that now or after news? You're right. Before news? I have not done the rigor morale. This is Press Start, your weekly video game podcast right here on Rabbit Hole Media. Don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter at rabbithole underscore UK. You can subscribe to us on YouTube where you can see it at the same time you wish. You can follow us on Twitch at Rabbit Hole Media. And you can subscribe and follow us on multiple different podcast services on and around the internet. Indeed. Now, you didn't do the singing on the UK. UK. I know. I, know, I didn't. That's I didn't fine. on purpose. Okay, that's cool. In which because case, I missed right. it. <laughs> Some news! Assassin's Creed 3 Remaster has been announced by Ubisoft. Yay. Now, when this got announced, Jack sent me a screenshot. He said, why? (laughs) A screenshot of why? Can you just type that? (laughs) (laughs) Why? Oh, with a screenshot. And I I said, something along the lines of, I don't know, but I want it. To which you responded, why? (laughs) To which I said, something along the lines of, because it will annoy you. The game includes single-player DLC and Assassin's Creed Liberation Remastered, which was the PS Vita game. Okay. Which later came to PS3 and other consoles. Um, it's coming to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC on March the 29th, and it's also coming to Nintendo Switch on May the 21st. Shall be returning at approximately £35, which actually I think is quite good, and I might get it on Switch. Yeah. Why does it have to come out on Switch later? Stupid. This keeps happening. Mortal Stupid. Kombat's coming out. Stupid. Say it with me, Christian. Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. That's weird. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's like with anything. Like Apex is going to come out on Switch, I think. Oh yeah, it will do eventually. But when? Um, but Jack does Jack does make a good point. Why? I don't know why they've been remastering all the Assassin's Creed games. Currently, the only one they now haven't got on the PlayStation Four is the first one. Every other Assassin's Creed game is now because Rogue is now on PlayStation Four. The Etzo collections on PS4 and Xbox One, Assassin's Creed 3, Liberation, and obviously Black Flag Onwards is already on PlayStation yeah. 4. It just seems weird why they are just bringing... Yeah, I, I fell off the Assassin's Creed thing a long time ago. Assassin's Creed 3 was probably the most hated Assassin's Creed game as well, which I've never understood. I really liked it, and I kind I of I can't do... even remember what Assassin's Creed 3 was. So that was the one with Connor, and it was when they introduced us where you could run through the trees. Oh, uh, yeah. Had, like, the I know which one. So I really enjoyed yeah. that one. Yeah, it was okay. No. Uh, but yeah, I think that was like one of the last ones. No, I played Black Flag. That was after that, wasn't it? That was four. Yeah, which was then on the PlayStation 4. Yeah, I I think Black Flag was the last one I played. Fair. And yeah. it, to be fair, that one was fantastic. But after that, I was like on board of this. Yeah, and because they, they killed off Mayboy. It was stupid. It was indeed. I'm going to stop saying stupid now. But yeah, yeah, that's the thing. That's happening. Don't know why, yeah. but it is. Whatever. In more interesting news, Activision have laid off 8% of their staff. Yes. On the same day that Activision Z CEO Bobby Kotick announced that the company quote-unquote achieved record results in 2018, Activision and Blizzard told approximately 800 employees they were being let go. The company made $7.5 billion in sales and $1.8 billion in profit in 2018. Kotick himself earned a, new, earned a salary of $1.7, uh, sorry, $1.75 million plus another $26 million in stock and equity awards. So a little bit of a piss take. Yes. This is also called, like, people are now calling for unionisation in, like, game developers and stuff like that to protect them from layoffs and shit like that. Yeah, I don't understand why, though. Is there a reason? As to why they got laid off? Yes. They haven't given a solid reason. The departments that are being laid off aren't the... This is where things get vague as well. They're not the programmers. They're people that are working, like, marketing and PR and stuff like that. The people are being laid off. Mm. Um, People that work in sectors that they obviously feel aren't where... Activision's primary incomes are but to announce in the same day as part of your same speech 
that you've had a record-breaking year for sales and profits and those figures and then lay off 800 employees is a bit of a dick move. Yeah. Because it kind of sounds like, I've made $1.75 million this year, but imagine how much I could have made if we didn't have those 800 people. Yeah, but... I mean, it depends if they're if they're sort of if they're there's no use for that department anymore, which there probably is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I get that you know laying off eight hundred people is never going to come across well. No, and I think it's it's where it comes across in the in the same yeah. sentence as yeah, we've yeah. had our record breaking year. Yeah, in terms it's, of it's a bit crap. I mean, um, I feel feel bad for those yeah. eight hundred people. But I do have a problem with this whole uni- unionization thing, and this is now people coming. It's been talked for a good year or so anyway, and now people are using this as knowing this is why we should be unionized to protect us from these things happen- happening. These these things happen in any industry yeah. all the time because yes. business changes hmm. and business it's, modules it's, change. It's, like, shit, it's just a risk of life, unfortunately. That's I, life. That is I, life. I don't up. understand the concept of because they're game developers, they deserve to be protected from it. That's the same with any employee. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. I find um, that very bizarre. Yeah, I feel like people being laid off for unknown reason or whatever the reason being, depending on what it is, it, that's going to happen anyway. Yeah. Any industry, happen. so everyone should have a union. Yeah, that's surely the way the argument goes there, but it's very bizarre. And then they were getting like, oh, people are saying, yeah, some some people are being laid off, saying, oh, they obviously don't think of me as being as important. And it's not so much that, or so much as your role has potentially become redundant. Like we don't know why these decisions have been made. Yeah. Quite probably, these decisions have been made because going forward, Activision are probably looking at, well, what's made us this money this year? How have we had the record-breaking year? these departments have not been the way we've done that yeah. we need to invest more money into these departments to be able to make the money back so let's yeah i mean it sucks that. but it I is mean, what it is yeah i mean they've just split with bungie as well so activision are undergoing changes yeah, they don't have the skylanders system anymore raking in money so obviously they've now recently partnered with blizzard as well so their income and the way they treat their games is different and i imagine they're probably looking at games like Apex and Fortnite that are doing these free-to-play services so well and the amount of money they're making and trying to think, well, how can we improve as well using those systems? And they'll have to revamp their company a little bit. Yep. Who knows? Sorry, people. These things happen. I'm sure that with that sort of work experience, you will find somewhere else. (laughs) Yeah, more likely to find a job than I am. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Counts for me also. Um, And that's, that's the thing, like, as soon as this happened, video game studios and publishers and developers on Twitter straight out just going in, hey, Activision guys, we've got jobs, come work for us. And yeah. the I mean, big, it sucks, biggest names out gonna, there are coming in saying, hey, yeah, come work for us. They're going to find You'll find work somewhere. Because of that's the way the know. video game industry works yep. development-wise. If you're, if you're already a developer, you'll, you will find work. <laughs> yes. If you're not yet in the industry, then you won't. Yes. Yes. Tom. Yes. For this one, I'm going to hand over to you. Okay. As there was a Nintendo Direct. And my notes say, Tom has the headlines. I do. In theory. Unless I've lost them, which I may have. So the headline games... I do just want to... Have you? How clued up on you on the Direct? Have you seen really what's... Because I know when Nintendo stuff happens, you'll normally be like, Ooh, Nintendo! Uh, to be fair, I was a little bit late to watching it. I have watched See, it. See, I haven't seen it. Um, but it wasn't... It, it was... I liked the way they did it. Because it was just, here's some games, here's some games, here's some games. There's none of this, like, la-la-do-do, whatever. You know, Nintendo are pretty good at doing that. Which, you know, sometimes that's, you know, it's interesting to hear what people have to say and when they go into more detail. But Nintendo, because of the the type of games they have, I guess, generally it's, here's a game, you know what this game is, it's great, you'll love it. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
But yeah, I assume you know some things about some of these announcements because. Uh, not I, really. Oh, okay, cool. This will be interesting. I, because the, the, I'll tell you honestly why. It's because none of these games massively interest me. That's fair. That's fair enough. Um, so whereas they had, uh, in the past, they had games that was like, this is so cool and this is what it just. They're not, yeah, they're not that interesting to me. Um, but some of them I'll probably get at some point. So you got like the Super Mario Maker 2. Which is interesting. Which is interesting, but I like Mario games to play Mario. I feel like building a world is not my... Or whatever. I don't even know. I need to look into it more. But I probably... I might end up getting it, but it's not something that interests me because of the whole making the level. Fair, element. fair. I, I, I think from what I know of it, it's a similar idea to like Little Big Planet. Yeah. So if, if it's you go through and you manipulate things as you go then that interests me a little bit more. Like, I assume that's how the basic sort of story works, but then you can make your yeah, own you levels. Yeah, you can then make your stuff. own stuff as well. Yeah. I don't know. I will look into it more, but I have not. And at the moment, I just want to play Apex, if I'm honest. <laughs> fair. That's fair. Uh, then there's, like, the Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, which looks kind of cool. Yeah. Looks kind of cool. Um, not sure about that one either. But... I quite liked the the animation style and stuff. Very sort of cool yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and looking cool. I don't actually know again what that's about, um, but I know that's about the Black Order because it says it in the title. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and there's that box boy and box girl thing, which interests me a little bit because I like that kind of game. Um, so you're like the little box. I don't know if I've seen this. And you, you like build other boxes with your body, and it's there's a card oh, okay. version of it. It's kind of like a, like a puzzly game, kind of yeah. like that side scroller, like Limbo and. Oh, that okay, kind of thing, okay, not I get to that extent. No, like yeah. where Limbo is very sort of that kind of presentation style. Yeah, that side kind of like yeah, yeah, just you've got a create boxes to then sort of like almost like tetris pieces to move yourself into certain positions and stuff and there's some co-op stuff where you need to make a bridge with your boxy person so the other boxy person okay. can go over there and get you up very puzzle based so i like that kind of thing yeah no that could be cool especially in co-op yes uh then it, there's some yoshi stuff <laughs> I assumed it would be the the Yoshi. Uh, I forget what it's called. What is the name of that game? Yoshi's Woody, Woody World. Yeah, that one or something. Um, yeah, I think they had that update to that. They've also brought out a demo for that. I think which I have not played yet, but okay. I will be playing at some point. I should because, check that out because I like the look of that game. It looks it looks like something I would enjoy. Uh, sort of typical Mario style. Yep kind of game uh they brought out they're bringing out some more stuff for captain toad treasure tracker which i got when it came out and it's really fun i did not finish it however because it, it's one of those games where it's very repetitive okay. it just goes on a bit it's like okay i've done this now i played it a little bit the other day i was like yeah i don't really care that they're bringing out dlc for this game i think some of it's free though which is nice um i'm going to skip some of these because I'm not very good at this whole thing. I'm sorry. To be fair, a lot of those are like utter Yeah, oh, oh, this one intrigued me because it amused me more than anything. Battle Royale yeah. has come to Tetris. I've really got to know what the fuck this is. Do we know anything about this? Uh, it's out already, isn't it? Yeah, so it came out the same day, which I like. It's free to play for people who have online, which uh -huh. I like. It's essentially like a 99 
player battle royale with Tetris. So you're playing Tetris, and all these other people are playing Tetris, and once you fail, you're out. It's so bizarre. So the, the battle royale on Tetris, basically. Yeah, it's just such a weird concept. <laughs> but I feel like for a Switch game, I think it's all right. I think it's free to play. Can you see that other people playing? Um, so I think the way it works is you've got your standard board. Oh yeah, it looks like you do actually. Yeah, you and can they've see all the... got the other players on the on the left and right of your yeah, sort of um, like. portrait screen, where obviously your typical Tetris portrait screen, and you've got all the other players like little boxes on the sides, and you can see who's failed and who hasn't. It's it. it I mean, it's a it's essentially like a mobile game. Like it's it's just stand, it's Tetris. Like it's just it's, really weird. I'm wondering if it's just that developers have gone. Everyone's doing battle royale. We should make a Tetris one. That'd be hilarious. To be fair, I think it's I think it's great. I think it's brilliant. It's just odd. Just it's very, very odd. odd. It's very odd indeed. Uh, they got um, Dead by Daylight coming. Ah, which okay. I like as a concept, but not many of my friends do. Therefore, I don't want to play it because I want to play it with friends. Mm-hmm. But. On the Switch, I feel like that would work quite nicely, but maybe not. Nicely. Now, Hellblade. Hellblade, yes. Hellblade's coming to the Switch. This is interesting. <clears throat> and the reason I find this interesting is obviously this originally launched as a PlayStation exclusive. Then it moved over to being on Xbox as well. Then Microsoft bought out Ninja Theory. Mm-hmm. So you think at that point that anything going forward coming from Ninja Fury is going to be solely produced on Xbox but then after that they then release a game already on the Switch which makes me wonder whether or not anything that Ninja Theory are developing is going to be Microsoft exclusive in the future or whether or not they're going to continue publishing on all platforms it's very intriguing to me hmm yes also I don't know how well that game will run on Switch because I can't imagine it yeah this is the thing with, with the Switch I like games like the Mario games, the ones that yeah. are going to run well, that, and it's that kind of cartoony feel. Yeah, Nin- Ninja Theory is gorgeous visually, but I can't yep. see how the Switch will maintain that. So exactly, it's like people like who like Skyrim on the Switch. What is the point? Yeah, I don't know why they did that, but people bought it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because it was it. The quality of it would have been technically worse than when it first came out. I think the performance, yeah, is is worse yeah. than how it was when it first launched. Yeah. yeah, which is mad. But, you know, whatever, each story. Um, and then the Zelda remake. Oh, yeah, Link Between Worlds, is it? Or different one? I don't know. I'm going to click on it and see what it says. Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening. Yeah, people freaked out over that as well. Uh, to be fair, like, uh, one of the best games I've played on the Switch is... Uh, the Zelda game which I want to buy to play again because it was very very good um, and again it's still got that like cartoony vibe yeah that played like, yeah, stuff, and, yeah and just looks great because of the way it runs and whatever on the switch um, so yeah I feel like I may give this a go even though it's a different style but because it's more like overhead view yeah well it's the of, older one yeah. so it's all top down yes. but it depends on, is it a remake or is it just a re-release or remaster I don't actually know uh, no, 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 no. I'm going to click the learn more button oh yes let's do learn more it's loading still <laughs> oh it's loaded uh, stay here I don't care so yeah originally released for the Game Boy system more than 25 years ago okay so it's just the original game just being re-released? 
in this modern re-imaging. Oh, right, so okay. I assume that that means it is just the modern original re-imaging. game. Uh, I don't but know. Modern re-imaging sounds like they could be kind of. It might be like it. they've they've updated all the stuff, basically built it again. Yeah. Very similar, but there may there'll probably be some added bits here and there. Kind of like Crash in the Sparrow yeah. game. And things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it looks good. Uh, it intrigues me. I am surprised at this direct we didn't see more stuff um, or um, anything about Spyro on Switch because I was half expecting to see Spyro on Switch. Yeah. But uh, I'm surprised that that is the biggest stuff we saw, personally. And there's a few other bits. Um, obviously, you've got the uh, the Star Fox, uh, Starlink stuff where they've they brought out more Star Fox levels and stuff like that, um, which I am sort of done with this ga- that game for the moment because it's very repetitive. But I will probably go back to it at some point, but probably not. Who knows? I'll play Apex. Is the new stuff going to make it less repetitive, do you reckon, or is it just going to be the same? I think because of the style of game it is, it's very much go and do this thing and then do this thing, and it's the same thing you're okay. doing over and over again. Defeat this enemy, which is the same enemy you're going to defeat over here. Maybe I didn't get far enough into it, but it seems to be that once you get to a certain point, it basically says you've got to go destroy these giant robot doodads on each different planet and that will then weaken the main guy but you can go to the main guy now if you want right but you're gonna die because he's gonna be hard (laughs) because you haven't got to kill these things which is weird but yeah but that means to me that you've got to go around these planets kill this same thing over and over again yeah and then go face like maybe i've misunderstood somewhere but i feel like that's what the case was and uh, doesn't really interest me anymore that's, that's fair enough. That's <coughs> fair enough. The final news piece I have today, which is also going to double up a little bit as the topic of the show, because it leaves me some things that I want to talk about, is that at the DICE Summit last week, Sean Layden hosted a keynote where he spoke a lot about PlayStation, the things they've done in the past, the mistakes they've made, how they've got themselves to where they are and what they're planning on do for the future, and shows a lot of promise to the next generation mm-hmm. of PlayStation consoles. So, I just have a few bits of quotes I've taken out from his speech, but I'll give you the rundown. So, um, Sean Layden, who obviously is the Worldwide Studios Chairman of Sony Entertainment, uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment, spoke about Sony's position in the industry and how they got there and gave a few sneak peeks, sneak peeks as to how they were moving forward. He also spoke a lot about how they are interacting with both Microsoft and Nintendo as well as the other major players in the industry and how they need to look at them and learn from them um, and other such stuff. Um, first thing that he spoke about of any note to me was him recognising faults he'd made past. So the speech was, I don't know if how familiar you are with the DICE Summit. It's kind of like E3, but it's more business-based stuff. Yeah. It's not really announcing games. It's yeah. more about the publishers and developers and manufacturers coming together to talk about the business side of things. And it's a bit more internal. It's not really supposed to be such a big public type deal. Um, but I did I did watch Sean Layden's piece because I'd heard some news about it and it was interesting. And it was a really well-presented speech, very calm. Came out on the stage just to talk about his position and how privileged he has been and how he himself got to where he is as well a little bit and his mentors and his ethics and whatnot before moving into the brand stuff but um he said this is a quote here all quoted um many of you know that the playstation 2 was an industry triumph it remains one of the best-selling consoles of all time but coming off the heels of that was playstation 3 a stark moment of hubris in nearly 25 years of playstation history as we sometimes called it ps3 was our icarus moment for our business the fall was sharp we hadn't listened to our customers we created a devilish development environment we reacted too slowly and our network was underdeveloped and worst of all i'm sure you'll all remember was the price point um 
I think the fact that him as a major Sony representative, Sony executive coming out and you know, he's a face of PlayStation between yeah. him and Sean Layden. He's a huge face. Of, uh, he's Sean Layden. Him and Shahid Ashidia. They're two main faces yeah. of PlayStation, yeah, 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 yeah. really. Um, obviously, him to, for him to come out at this point where Sony are in such a good position and to actively acknowledge we fucked up the PS3 in... But actually how? Which is, we've all known for years what they did wrong. But for them to actually come out and acknowledge that and say that is really encouraging moving forward that they yeah. know this where they made mistakes. Yes. Uh, he continued to say, while the PlayStation 3 and our fight to stay relevant has been well covered, what wasn't as well covered was the call we made at this time to transform our company into what we are today. We doubled our efforts to develop incredible games and strengthen our partnership for the next generation. We listened to developers and gamers. We listened to Mark Cerny. We created PS4 and a console for developers as much as it was for fans. We focused on the quality of our games, on making titles that would stand the test of time the way the best pieces of art often do. Um, again, the fact that he's so sure on this. Name-dropping Mark Cerny. Mark Cerny, who is already publicly known to be working on the next consoles. He, so he's a game developer who designed the PlayStation 4, made the PlayStation 4 what it is. He also then designed the PlayStation 4 Pro, and he is known to be out and about with game developers at the moment with dev kits for the next console. So he's been yes. working on the next machine. So again, it's very encouraging going forward mm. into this new console, which is happening soon, that they're yes. continuing these practices that they took with the PlayStation 4, that they learn the mistakes from the PlayStation 3. Jack has always said it as well, and this is what he goes into here. What wasn't as well covered was the call we made at the time to transform our company. Jack has always said, and has stated on this show a few times, people always forget that PlayStation 3 launched badly and the 360 did really, really well. Yeah. And overall in that generation, arguably you could say the 360 was a better console. But mm. over that time, Sony came up and eventually overtook the S360 on console sales with the PlayStation 3 um, and learned. And they didn't just suddenly get to PlayStation 4 and go, ta-da, we've sussed it. They figured it out as they went along. And as they started developing good games, Uncharted, Last of Us, and moving into the next generation, and they seem to be still going with that. Yes, absolutely so. Is a lot of faith. Um, he also went on to say, the best-selling console 2018 in the US was the Nintendo Switch. Nintendo took a massive risk when they brought this to the market. People thought Nintendo might one day be out of the hardware business. People would say things like, kids play games on mobile phones and tablets. Dedicated portable, portable gaming is dead and gone. But as I've said before, never underestimate Nintendo. All of us are better for their efforts. That leaves me of a question. A question that I'd like your thoughts on. Okay. Do you think that this next console is in any way going to be looking at what Nintendo have done with the Switch and maybe trying to copy some of those hybrid ideas? No. I don't think that they would make... Were you talking about like a like a hybrid? Like Not a necessarily actually a hybrid machine, but that kind of notion of the idea of that play anywhere type thing. Potentially, but I feel like... I I don't know. I just don't think they would do that because for that sort of thing, generally speaking, you have to sacrifice a little bit. Nintendo did, whether or not Sony can find a way of doing it yeah, without. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the question I suppose you've got. But then to have something that's portable that can do the things that we want it to mm -hmm. do, they'd have the issue with the price point again. Yeah, and that's, just, uh, that's what I was thinking. I feel like for them to try and copy that kind of hybrid idea they would have to then make some of those compromises of lack of power and 
the price yeah. point being high and it not quite doing exactly what and not yeah. necessarily learning from those mistakes. So I feel like you could have PS3. you could have a, a, a full HD system that you could take around with you, mm-hmm. and then if there's some sort of docking system that then put throws it out at 4K or whatever the case. Yeah, is a docking system with some with some processing power. in it so yeah. that it can give you the extra power to give yeah. you a full. That's what I would be. I think it'd be cool. It would be cool, but the I Switch think, obviously doesn't do that. The, no. the console is all built into that tablet. The only thing the dock does is put into your TV. It doesn't do anything else. Yeah. Um, Which, uh, yeah, kind of keeps the price point lower, I guess. Because if it were, if it was a, you know, a 4K machine, or, mm-hmm. or you know, it would cost a hell of a lot more to yeah. do, and therefore they wouldn't be in the position they are now. Yeah. Agreed. 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 Uh, Sean also did talk a lot about VR. And that they're still learning with VR. He came out and said, we know we're still learning with VR. We're learning even just language. He's like, we as an industry, he said at one point, like, don't have the right ways of describing VR. We use words like immersive and in the game. And he's like, but we don't really have ways of describing this yet. So we're still learning. We're still yeah. learning how to move in VR. We're learning how to make good games in VR. We're learning about what works in VR. But he said, because... You know, he's presenting this to a lot of game developers and all the Sony studios are in this room and he said, but I've seen what you're working on and I, I know what's coming to VR and that makes me very excited for the future and I do want to know what's going on and what their studios are up yeah, to. Yeah, it's the thing, like, I haven't... Because Ready at Dawn, who were the guys that made The Order... Yes. Um, and also made the PSP games of God of War... And okay. they've got other titles to their names as well. They are working on a VR game. Again, Jack and I have discussed this on the show before. They're working on a VR game, which mm. is a major Sony first-party studio. Yeah. Um, and obviously haven't made anything since The Order, which was a bit of a flop, unfortunately. But be intriguing to see if they do bring something special. Yeah, this is the thing. I haven't got my VR kit out. I think, I think I've done it once since I've moved out into the flat that I live right. now. And... I've lived there for nearly a year, so that shows how often I. Yeah, yeah I don't know if that's because I can't be bothered, or because there's just nothing really for me to do. On there's the nothing. VR. There's no games out that make me go, "Oh, I'm more interested in playing my VR than I am playing exactly this other wanna, massive onslaught of games that we yeah, have at the moment." I just want to sit down and play those games. Yeah. I don't want to have to do a load of setting up, which is, you know, I feel like regardless of what they do you will end up doing there's always going to be an element of that but there's nothing at the moment there's no content good enough to make that worthwhile yeah that's the point that's the thing yeah so. be intriguing but um however you should watch his speech find it on youtube because it does feel promising in terms of what they're doing going forward he did talk a lot bit a bit about you know they're continuing these ideals and these ethics as they move into the next generation and did he go on and it go say anything about any of the details that they're going to fix? No. no like no, the no. dashboard. <laughs> what, the fuck's dashboard? Fix your dashboard. Yeah. See, surely they could just do that in an update and just... You'd think. He, no, he's talking more about sort of the business yeah, yeah, ethics yeah. as opposed to like what the actual hardware is. I know, is, I just but, wanted to poke, poke at the um, dashboard again. He, he brought up a lot of things like... He spoke a lot about Horizon Zero Dawn and mm. the way that game came about yeah. and the way that... Um, he also, I don't know if this was ever public knowledge, but he was saying that, orig- that Guerrilla had already basically finished a game that was a first-person shooter similar to Killzone, but was fantasy setting and had werewolves and stuff. And that was basically already finished, but they weren't happy with it creatively. Like they, they, they felt they could do better. So they went to their studio and said, you know, if anyone's got any ideas of any other games we could be working on, bring them forward. And the art director 
had this idea of Horizon mm. and took it to um, Sony. Sony were like, mm, robot dinosaurs. Are people going to be interested in robot dinosaurs? But apparently, the whole studio, studio, the whole studio was more interested in making this game than they were finishing the one they've been working on. So they scrapped it and said, yeah. "No, we're going to make this instead." Sony obviously put faith in them and said, "Well, if you feel like..." That's what you want to make. Go for it. I mean, and who doesn't it, want to play with robot dinosaurs? Yeah, and then it came out, and I think it was Game of the Year that year, or it was close to. No, I think Zelda built it out. If I remember rightly, Zelda beat it out as Game of the Year. But uh, I don't know. It was it's fantastic. Ten anyway. out of tens, and just yeah. incredible game. Because I still need to play the DLC. As do so you, I, I yeah, yeah, I have it, but I have not played it. Well, I do not have it, which I'm kind of happy about, because I feel like if I had it and I hadn't played, I'd be disappointed yep. in myself I'm very disappointed in myself but I keep getting distracted by other things other games yeah, there's so much out. stuff coming out because I was going to sit down to play it the other week it was, I'd finished what I was doing I was like right I'm going to now play this and then Apex came out I was like, oh, shit. I'm going to play that this has got my attention and then I've got at this point and I want I need to do Metro and I want to get Metro done soon because Anthem's out next weekend and yeah true. I got stop with the games I also kind of want to play Far Cry but it can wait oh. I can wait until it's cheaper <sighs> I yeah just Far Cry again is one of those games where I just fall off because I'm like, like Assassin's Creed. I feel like that should have stopped ages ago. <laughs> uh, Far Cry should have stopped ages ago. Like, and I stopped. The reason Far like, Cry's oh. carried on though, and Jack again pointed this out to me, he made a really good point, which was then anything else they make because they'll have these ideas. It'll just be Far Cry. And I'll be like, but this is Far Cry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, I am a listener to the show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I agree with what he's saying. It would they would just make but to be fair my sister's other half says every Far Cry game that comes out I think bar the latest one he's not going to get it because he's just like well, New Dawn yeah because yeah. it's the same game basically or whatever sort of. it's, it's similar setting yes it's a different yeah so idea, it's, it's but... set directly after Far Cry 5 so it's the same map yeah. but it's 17 years later and it's post-apocalyptic yeah so it's the same map but it's manipulated yeah I think because it's the same map and he's not like a gamer uh-huh. He plays his games and he enjoys them, but he, he loves Far Cry and it's the only game that he will actually go and do everything on. Right. Because okay. he's not one to be like, I want to plan this. He's like, I want to finish it, like story-wise or whatever. Yeah. He doesn't want to go like mad. Um, but Far Cry is the only game that he will go through and go through everything. So it's obviously working for people. So yeah. obviously they still Which like Which makes me that. feel like you should pick this up because of like, from reviews I've seen, it's like if you enjoyed Far Cry 5 you will love this because you'll love for exploring that world and it being different and you'll yeah. get to places like oh shit I remember being here and yeah, whatnot he may, and he may well still get it because of his love of the Far Cry series but yeah. I am I'm in, I always give it a go I can't not play a Far Cry game I've got to play yeah. and see what they're all about because I, I enjoy the game system and the fun over the top way that Far Cry works but yeah, Far I'm, Cry 5 was a letdown to me purely because I didn't think the characters were particularly interesting yeah um, and I think this will have the same issue. Yes. Yeah, I um, I just... I don't know, I recall the... I think it was four, Far Cry... Four, between one and three. I can't remember, it was a very long time ago. Not three. Three was the one with the... Um, three was the one with Bass. So it would have been one, I think, or two, where you had the map creation. Far Cry 2... Yeah, did that. Yeah, that was really, where you could, be, where you could yeah, make your you own maps. Literally make your own maps. Yeah. That was such a cool thing. I mean, it's probably not going to be cool now because it's not what we want uh, to do. I'm pretty sure Far Cry Five does have it, okay, as well. But I think it's, I think the way it works is a bit different. So it's not quite as freeform. You had a bit more options, like things you. Could, oh, it was. It yeah. was far more detailed. It was far yeah. more game developer in Far Cry Two, whereas mm. it's been made a bit more accessible, as far as I can tell. But I didn't really look into it. But yeah, the, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you. Could I think I maps. played three 
um, and I got one of the keys, whatever it was, from you for the. Oh, when they you did get like Far an Cry hour. Four, and you could play together. Yeah, you could play like an hour. Yeah, in I court. remember. And I was just like, meh. Yeah, well, that seems because Far Cry Five they tried to do. You can play the whole game in co-op, but it was never. The game was never really designed for co-op. Yeah. So you'd get to a cutscene, it would just be you one person in the cutscene, and yeah, that annoys me. It's do that with Destiny, don't they? Yeah. I don't know why games to do that when they're saying, oh, it's co-op. It's not, though, is it? It's uh, a little bit. I do actually know, because I saw it recently. This is public knowledge. It's the thing, because I was watching it recently. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn was originally designed to be a co-op game. Hmm. And then they realised that that didn't work. So they yeah. gave up with that idea. I feel like, but th- this is the thing, because I'm a massive fan of multiplayer. As you know, I, that's the games that I prefer is if it was a really good story where you can go into co-op on it and it all you're all involved kind of thing. Mm. That's that's my favourite kind of game because I like playing with my friends yeah, and chatting yeah. to my mates and stuff and doing it. Um, but I feel like some games just can't do that. Like, but I feel like Horizon, if Horizon was co-op, it wouldn't work the same. No, it wouldn't but work. But if they same. had similar sort of, like the GTA stuff, Mm-hmm. If they had that world with a little bit of a story and like some missions and stuff to do as like a separate thing, would that work in that environment or not really? Because it's like, what's the point? You've made this excellent game and now you're just money. Yes, yes, yes. I think that's often the case. Yeah. Like, Horizon works so well because of how good the story is and yeah. the character so, development. So the actual and everything, mechanics so. of the game. The mechanics, of the, ga- the mechanics of the game as a cult would be cool. Yeah. But the, but the it's, style it's and theme of that dep- game, yeah, it depends on how you deal with it, basically, because because it, it that will just feel like a tacked on thing. Yeah. It won't be, you but know, and that may even drag it down a little. Three bit. Three of us taking on a thumbs draw sounds fun. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Don't know. Don't but that know. was that was like part of the problem with Far Cry. Like I felt like so much of it was, and the way Far Cry is like approach the missions however you want. I guarantee the person you'll be playing with will approach it differently to you and it will go to fucking shit. Yes. Like, I'm going to... Right, let's take down this base. Let's be stealthy. Yeah, you've been, you've been seen. Yeah, excellent. That's shit that happens all the time with those kind of cult games where you're given, like... Yeah. Do it stealthily, but you can go loud if you want. Some dick's going to go loud, whereas we all want to play. And that was, like, when I've played a bit of GTA... On, not GTA... Oh, yeah, even GTA Online, but Red Dead Online. It was like, well, I kind of really don't want to play it like that because I'm not very good at it like that so I don't want to play it like that but then one person will be like nah let's go in and then it doesn't work and that was the yeah. same with Assassin's the Assassin's Creed Unity Unity I believe which had online multiplayer yeah. and like me Higgins Taff and Caffin were playing it and it was like right Assassin's Creed game you'd be stealthy you take your time you go in but and it's just like nah and just runs in yeah. and just like, ah, so I'm I feel like the just, element the elements of, of games like that which always annoy me is that you go in as a team mm-hmm. one of you gets seen yeah. therefore they know where all of you are yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. broken it should be they've seen that guy that guy is seen the rest of us are still hidden you don't know where we are mm-hmm. you might suspect that there's other people here and you're going to be a little bit more on edge yeah. fine but you don't know where we are so get over it yeah so we're still going to be stealthily stealthy I don't my know, problem English. is that you like I I'm not very good at, at, at games when it when you have when you end up going all out a lot of the time like going guns but I'm not good at that yeah I'm better at taking my time and being a bit stealthier with it 
So when it is a multiplayer game, when you have the option to do both, but the people you're playing with go in the other way, I hate it because I'm going to die because I can't play like that. I'm not good at it. I'm bad under pressure yeah. a lot of those games usually. So um, I'm good at stealth and running away. Yep. Those are my two things I can do in uh -huh. games. <laughs> Anything else than that. But I can run away real good. Yeah, I'm good at running away. And that's been my major yeah. tactic on Metro so far is, ah, And then run. just run. Yeah. For a little while, and then you run out of stamina, and you have to walk. Then you stamina back, and you can run. That annoys me. Yeah, there's a lot of things in that game that <laughs> annoy you. Because a lot of things in that game that annoy me. Yeah, not not a fan of the whole like stamina thing, where you just like, or like where you just start walking like incredibly slowly. Like games where you get encumbered, and you're like this. Yeah. It's like no one does this. Where is all this stuff you're carrying? Anyway. Somewhat, somewhat irrelevant. I was doing a slow run for audio listeners, or but I was sitting down, so it's barely it's a run. The arm motion, the slow yeah. arm pump. Yeah, that's what it was. It was. It was the pump. The, the arms. Im implying I was running while sitting down, but I was encumbered. Encumbered with things. With all of my pots <laughs> that <laughs> I found. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, but, get, that's another, that's the thing that pisses me off. Games that give you materials that you can't use. Yes. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I hate that. I'm Slight. carrying a toy duck. Okay, it depends on what it is. Toy duck, I'll, I'll allow for this purpose. If you on, a, on a metro, you have like a... Oh, it's all survival-based and resources-based, so you have like a backpack where you pick up stuff. That seems to be infinite. You seem to be able to pick up what you want. Um, and then you like use your, using your backpack, you can then craft things. So you can craft med kits, and you can craft like molotovs, and you can craft... Um, upgrades and things makes sense there's also then like in certain areas of the world there's craft tables where you can craft more stuff you can then craft ammo you can, like, like minecraft yeah you can <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly like minecraft exactly like minecraft that's actually a very good analogy um but what really frustrates me is you can't craft the stuff that's useful to you out in the field so you can't craft more ammo out in the field that doesn't help me like especially as you rarely find ammo you find resources and then you craft ammo so how's this helping? Like this is now a faff because now I've got to trek across the other side of the map and somehow survive with no ammo I to craft like some ammo. To get to make that a thing where it's like because obviously it's it's impossible to build this ammo at all while you're out in the field. That's what you're saying, right? Yeah, unless you have unless you come across a craft table. Somewhere. Yeah, and it's all the way over there. Yeah, you should. To, to combat that, you should be able to craft ammo that's not very good I in agree. the field. Yeah. And, and then at the crafting places, you've got access to yeah. more things. You can build better ammo. Yeah. It's also got like weapon degradation as well. So you have to clean your guns. And much like this is my problem with Red Dead, I felt like the only time my guns got dirty and jammed was when I was in a gunfight. So, oh, good. Now it yeah. jams. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. I, I actually didn't clock on as to where the... Because every time I went to clean a weapon in Red Dead, it would it would put the um, like where it's taken down some of the accuracy oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit, and I was like, oh, it's only gone down a little bit, so I won't do it. Didn't realise there's an actual bar specifically for how dirty oh, yeah, it yeah. is, and if that's really low, then it's going to jam. Didn't realise that, so a lot of the time I was like, oh, I won't need to clean this. I'm not going to waste the gun oil because mm -hmm. it's fine. It's only a little bit on the accuracy and stuff, and then I'm like, this much left, very small amount left, and then. <laughs> And then, yeah, and then bad things happen. Yeah. Uh, I realised that and then started cleaning my guns more frequently. Reloading takes an age in Metro as well. That's another problem. Like, there's eight, like, mutant zombie things running out here and you go... 
switch your machine gun and you take them all down and it's like that and then they just reload. So they've gone for like mad realism. Yeah, and it just but they've gone for mad realism but haven't made that accessible with the rest of the game and that's the problem. Like the world doesn't treat you as if that's Yeah. It just doesn't work. So they're still gonna come at you yeah. even though you've got like a slow reload. Yeah. And in a game that doesn't work. Like, yeah, right, in the real world you would die. But let's face it, in the real world you would die. <laughs> like, I'm playing a game. This isn't the real world. Like, yeah. the story isn't the real world, is it? Like, I'm supposed to be this really cool mercenary dude that can do all these things. Don't make it so hard for me. Yeah, I mean, if you're a cool mercenary, right, then surely you can reload your gun quick. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, I saw this video of this woman, like a, an actual human woman, who, <laughs> who does the fastest handgun reload ever. And it's so fast. Like, so she presses the button where the magazine falls uh -huh. out. And as the magazine falls out, in that tiny gap where, yeah. where it drops out the bottom between the, where the magazine's falling to the floor and it's and the gun, she rams in another one before it can even... And it it's straight in. And it's just like, well, this guy's meant to be a really cool mercenary. Yes, this girl is obviously, like, massively trained into doing this reload technique specifically. Mm -hmm. But surely you can reload faster than that if you're a mercenary. <laughs> like, you've had this gun for how long? Like, or you've trained with guns or something. Surely you can reload faster than this. Yeah. Maybe it's just like he's panicking, which he shouldn't Maybe. be. Well, I, I definitely panic because it's fucking hard. Yeah, I'm, I'm one to panic in games and start shooting at nothing yeah. or your friends when they come in a room. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I can't. There's one again. Like, so I think as well. Like, I got it yesterday. I went out and got it first thing yesterday morning. I came home and I like I played it. Yes, I, I played it, and I was like, I'm making some progression. I'm getting through this. Got through quite a few levels already. Excellent. I can turn this around quickly. Get this review done soon. Then I get to an area where it suddenly starts, uh, starts opening up a bit, and it starts. That's when the pace like then dropped. And I was like, ah, oh, and it became really difficult at this point. Like, oh. I'm sure you've just like not located the sprint button. There's definitely a sprint button. Let's say you you run out of sprint energy fairly quickly. Okay. It's just because you were saying like these weird like hold square to <laughs> lie down and all that stuff. I thought maybe the sprint um, button was like hold. L3 and R2 and hold uh, square it's and just, you sprint. Oh no, free. If you put your gun away, you can sprint faster and longer and stuff I like, like that. Which that's fine. I have no issue with stuff like I that. I like games where if you put your gun away, you can run faster because that makes sense. Yeah. There's some things they've done like and annoying mechanics, but it works. So, like, so you don't always need to have your gas mask on, but you get into areas where the radiation is too much or the air's too thick or whatever, so you need to put your gas mask on. But then you also have to change your filter. Because your filter starts to run out, so you have to keep an eye on that, and you get a little timer. What there's actually on your watch, how long you've got left on your thing, um, and then actually on your filter menu, it shows you how long total you have out of all, over all your filters, um, and you have to change those. Obviously, you have to clean your mask. Your mask gets damaged, and if your mask is damaged, you need to patch it up. So you sometimes end up patching up your mask and stuff like that. And these are just all little systems just make the game a bit more interesting when you're in combat, and they work. Um, You've got like night vision goggles you can use and you have like a torch, but they use power. So you have a little machine that charges them and you have to pump charge them and whatnot. And they always run out of power when you get to a dark place. It's like, excellent. Excellent. Let's pump this up in the dark. I can hear noises. What's happening? But then, oh, look, a thing. Um, Sounds like it's just It's just a lot of it. It's just like, oh, I didn't play the game and it's just too busy faffing around. Yeah. Um, what was the other thing? There's something else to come across today. Yeah, weapons take ages to reload, and also you're cleaning them, maintaining them, and finding ammo's hard. Like, one weapon you've got is like a, it's a pneumatic one, so it's all like air powered and whatnot. Okay. And it shoots like almost like BB bullets. Yeah. 
And they are the only bullets you can make out in the field, are the BB ones. No, that's handy. Um, but the the gun, you have to... So you, have to, you reload it, but you also have to keep the air pressure high. So you have to keep pumping it as well, and there's like a little gauge on it. And again, the amount of times it's like, gunfight! Ah, oh, for fuck's sake. And bear with that. Is this not something you can do after the gunfight? Well, it's not good if you're in a gunfight and that's the only gun you got. But what I'm saying is once you've finished with this gunfight, can you not then pump your gun yeah, up? of course you can. I feel like that's bad preparation on your part. What happens when you're in, a, you're in a gunfight and you start your gunfight with like full. air pressure full and then half of the gunfight has gone down? See, that's different. Yeah, see. I thought you were implying that you get your gun out at the gunfight oh, no, no. and then go, oh, I've not pumped this up, in which case, your fault. Yeah, but agreed. what you're saying is that you have it fully pumped uh-huh. up from the previous battle. Yeah. Then you come in and it's run out halfway through yeah. and you've got no ammo yeah. because you didn't you, sit by your campfire and put crosses into your bullets yeah, stuff with like your that. knife. Yeah. <laughs> What? Sorry. <laughs> and you can't, like, very rarely do you just pick up ammo. You don't pick up components. You have to make the ammo. It's very rarely where you actually come across just ammo. And when you do, it's in really small. Which stuff, like, and again, stuff like that is fine if it's not so difficult to then actually, when you're yeah, in I feel battle. Like like, if you're making a game where you have to find all of these things and craft all of these things and you're very low resources, don't make everything a bullet sponge and come yeah. at you a million miles per hour yeah, and you've got it, to do all these little elements to keep work. fighting. Because like, The Last of Us does a lot of that stuff where your resources are really, really low. Yeah. Um, so you have to think about how you manage your resources. But when you do get into a gunfight, they, they die easily. Yeah, like, that's the point. It's a couple of shots to the body or a headshot. Yeah. This a headshot will kill a human on this. Yeah. In most cases, a lot of the time they have helmets on which seem to somehow make them impervious to bullet damage, which always winds me up. I shot you in the head to the point blank does range. It come off. Helmet do, does come off, yeah. So you shoot them with a helmet on, the helmet comes off yeah. and then you shoot them again. Yeah. Don't like that. Yeah, that irritates me like that shot that's if a bullet shot to the head has been enough power to take your helmet off. Yeah. You're I feel not like, still standing. I feel like <laughs> If you're wearing a helmet that stops bullets, right, then said helmet should remain on you and you should be borderline impossible yeah. to get a, a, like, unless you hit the same place twice yeah. or damage it enough where it's just weak and it just goes straight through the second so time. So actual human but enemies otherwise just take a pound in and then the mutants just, as I say, they just take, like a lot of them, even headshots don't kill them, they just take it. So and they just charge at you and you often have loads of it. and there's like these weird freaker zombie type ones that come at you and they just charge at you like in huge packs so if you have low resources like how how do I combat this you do not it's um yeah it's difficult I, I it feel it like a drag. yeah making a, a game that's slow paced and uh yeah when you've got low resources and then making the enemies borderline impossible or wearing magical helmets yeah. I have now I've actually dropped the difficulty down to easy Fair. Which I never do in games I because I don't know how I'm going to get past it. And it was a point earlier. It was like, I physically don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know how I'm going to get through this area. I can't go back because of the way the game is worked. I physically can't go back. I don't know how I'm going to get through this group of enemies because you can't sneak around them in this area. There's nowhere to go. I don't have the ammo to take them on. I don't have the health to take them on. I cannot do it. I don't know how I'm going to do it. Easy. Fuck it. And even then, it was still difficult. So, yeah. And it just feels like everything wants to kill you. Wherever you go, and there's so many things. It was like, oh yeah, I'm. I'm... So there's never a bit earlier on. The mission was to go and get a train carriage. Yeah, because you're on a train, obviously. 
and like you had to go and get a carriage so you could have a longer train and there's a train yard and you have to go and figure out the puzzle and again it didn't actually tell me what I was doing I didn't know what I was doing I'm just exploring this weird just demolished half train dockyard thing didn't know what my intention was I'm just exploring it and eventually I figured out oh I can drive this train ah I can drive this train I see and then I can use that to go and pick up a carriage from somewhere I feel like you need to get into this mindset of you can do anything with everything and you've got to find out anything you anywhere you are you look everywhere and see if you can do something yeah, I guess. with something because that's what this game is saying to me <laughs> just like there's something here you can do find it <laughs> it, just, it doesn't give you any clue as yeah, to what that that's is that's the point it's like, like you, there's no you like spend... little icon over something to say this is the thing you need to interact with there's the area is not interesting enough for you to have to go through everything and that's exactly to it. figure out where you need to go yeah that's the, the if area it was like there's enough. lots of stuff to do or whatever or some element that keeps you interested fair enough but they're not and or just tell you something, mm. give you a hint of some sort that's going to tell you what to do. It doesn't even have to say... Maybe I'm missing train. something. Maybe, it's what, maybe someone's watching this is going, no, you're missing it. It's telling you this. Maybe I'm missing that. Fine. Tell me somewhere in the comments or whatever. Tweet us, whatever. Tell me where the fuck I'm missing it because it's making it a challenge. If I am missing it and it's in front of me, I back off a little bit. Although you should make it more obvious. Yeah, I, to but. be fair, I feel like if you are missing it, it's not obvious. Because you are... a a a player of games, yeah. You are a player of games and you know the mechanics in general of games, therefore. I, 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 think I don't think I've ever played a game so much where I'm just like, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I don't know. I've like, done that When I lot. eventually got to this train as well, it was like, right, you can get a train and it tells you like, oh, if R2 makes you drive forward, L2 is brake. If you press X, you can switch your suite and go in the other direction. It's like, cool. So start driving forward and then you can't go any further that you just go, because there's like a wall. It's like, ah, I need to go the other way. Press X, turn around. Boom, the track's broken. What am I supposed to do? What? How? What? How do I fix this? So I get out. I've got nowhere to go. What am I supposed to do? And I eventually then realise if I go back the way I just came, there's a switch on the wall which you can switch, which turns like rotates the cylinder. Like this, it's weird. Like a, it's a cylinder, and it rotates like horizontally. No, vertically. And I don't know. It just rotates, and then there's track. So ah. So now there's a track that's joined up because for some reason these trains have a cylinder with track on the roof and when I twist it <laughs> then the track's on the floor. Right, okay. So I did that and then I got in it. Then, it's, then there's a door. So, oh. Well, how do I open this door? And then you have to figure out another area to go to so eventually there's a switch to open the door but not any point does it go now you need to open the door. It's just your door. Sounds like a puzzle game. It's a puzzle game that's not made obvious though and it's just like Ugh! I like puzzle games. It's infuriating. It's absolutely infuriating. I might give this game a go, just because I want to know. It's like when you when someone says that was the worst movie I've ever seen, and you go, "Great, I'm gonna go watch that right now." I w- see. I wouldn't say it was a bad game. It's a game that doesn't get on with me, or a game that I don't get on with. So then, I'm finding it hard to motivate myself to really enjoy it and play it. Yeah, and which... I'm not enjoying it because I'm getting pissed off. But so the bits that I know I would enjoy, I'm so pissed off with it. Oh, oh, can't bother this. That's the problem. But you're soldiering on. I will soldier on. So I try to prepare. I will. I will for the review. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah if you yeah. weren't reviewing this game, yeah, would you have already traded it in? Yeah, I probably wouldn't have bought it. To be totally honest, I would have bought Far Cry. Good to know. <laughs> I was just curious more than anything. But uh, I was interested to see what it was like and I wanted to... 
give it a chance because I haven't played the other Metro games. Hmm. And I know they've always looked nice visually. So I wanted to uh, see what the fuss was about. I have to say, I probably should have done a bit more research into what like the game was, genre-wise, etc., and backstory things before I started playing it. But, uh, oh, excuse me. I keep yawning. I like, but I watched the IGN review, and I was like, oh, this looks like something I could enjoy. And I feel like the IGN review did not give a fair overview of what the game actually was. Into <laughs> like, It didn't talk any about like these problems I'm having, which also made me wonder, like, am I just missing something? Because... I haven't seen anyone else and so many things that I've been googling like how the fuck do you do this and nothing I'm not getting any answers because no one else seems to be having these problems there's no forums going how do you do this on Metro because clearly everyone else is fine with it it's just me maybe you need to like just have a gander through the menu see if there's anything that tells you I have you. done that actually I have, I have. and still nothing yeah. as I say you get like a this is your objective but it's a very vague kind of like Go here. not overall objective as opposed to you know like yeah. a step by step type thing okay um, I did eventually make I got stuck on a thing yesterday for fucking ages and I was having a rant and I was texting Jack like I have been on this for like the best part of an hour or longer I really didn't know what I'm supposed to do I was really losing my rag and I left it and I came back and come back with a fresh mind I was like oh okay I kind of see where I have to go now and then last night I got stuck again so it wound me up so I came off it um, and then I went on this morning and I was like okay I, I've, I've sussed it now I've figured out where I need to go after making 10 or 12 different mistakes I see. I can go down there. Gotcha. Yeah. To be fair, like, some of the elements of this game, from my point of view, not really seen anything mm. about it. I think I saw, like, an E3 thing, like, yeah. a million years ago. But it sounds like my kind of game, a game that I'd like in a way, because, like, I like the survival horror stuff. Yeah, I think in a lot of ways, yeah. Um But all this sort of, like, puzzly, like you don't know where you're going but you need to do something kind of intrigues me so kind of like working that stuff out but yeah. if it's to the point where it's just like this is ridiculous now a good example here i've just thought of a good way of describing it the mechanic in a way is similar to resident evil whereas like you need to figure out the puzzle of how to get past yeah. this area mm -hmm. but whereas resident evil gives you little hints and clues as you go along and as you everything's still laid out in a way where you will just come across the things if you walk around enough and then yeah. the thing will tell you what you need to do. Mm -hmm. This doesn't have that. You will come across the thing, but it doesn't tell you what that thing is. It's like, well, what, what do I do? with the, What is this thing I have here? What does this button do? If you press it, don't know, because you're not at the area where it's done a thing, so there's no indication. You're never updated with the progress you're making until oh, okay. you've made your progress. And once you've eventually done the objective, it goes, you've done it. So it's kind of... That Resident Evil style system where you have to figure out how to get out of the area or get to your next area, but without any sort of information as to what how you're doing with it. So it just yeah. makes it okay. nigh on impossible. So imagine if we were playing Resident Evil and we had to get out that and there was nothing to tell us that we needed to find the free medallions. It told us we need to find free medallions. It basically made that very oh there's a medallion thing there. Yeah. Oh he said you need medallions. I get it. You we gotta find the journal yeah. found a page or cool. whatever. We gotta find the free medallions. I know what I'm looking for. Where are they? Dunno. You haven't told yeah. me that. I gotta See find that, them. And there's another puzzle yeah. to get to that step. But then that puzzle was like, Oh, I need to Oh, I need to find the code for that. You figure That's it out. The, yeah. Yeah, I like See that I really This like doesn't have any of that. Yeah, it's just this is a thing. Do it, it would literally just be figure it out. It wouldn't there. So it would be that that room, and you have to find those three medallions. But nothing at any point tells you you have to find that three medallions. It would be hoping that you eventually look at that statue and maybe go, ah, oh, there's some medallions I can put in this. 
that's kind yeah, of how like it feels. That, the statue with a book or whatever. Yeah. That's like, oh, in this picture, he's got a book in his hand. We need to find a book to yeah. the library. Yeah. But without giving you that picture to go that there needs yeah. to be a... Yeah, it's just a man. Oh, what could fit in his hand? Yeah, so it's that, and that's my, that is my critical problem with it is it's it's, it's, a, yeah. it's that kind of puzzle game but without giving you any form of guidance which just makes it fucking impossible and just walking around in circles like I don't know what I'm doing and because there's been no like sometimes you get a game like that and it but over the course of the game it teaches you that kind of puzzle mechanic so you start to get into a pattern of yeah oh this will be like that thing I did last time but it doesn't have that so you can't even learn and go oh this is what I'm doing now because it's just straight into Ta-da! Have a go. Figure it out. Mm, so, strange. That's my. There we go. That was my the rest. Rest started and ended by ranting with Metro. Yes, I have a new segment. Do you? Mm-hmm. Specifically for when I'm here. Okay. Mainly because it's funny. Okay. It's called Jack. You're wrong. All right. I like it because um, I just like winding Jack up oh, because yeah. I feel like every time I've been on here, there's the next podcast. He has complained about something I've done. <laughs> So I'm going to make it an official segment. Okay, I'm on board. Okay. Nachos are better than fajitas. Jack, you're wrong. That's the end of the segment. Move on. So I assume it's whatever, hard mode or... I do have to agree with you. Flustered mode. I do have to agree with you. And I'm actually having fajitas and nachos for dinner. See, both. Both is better than just one or the other. Uh. But two of them separately. Nachos wins. Especially in the right context. I mean... Because you know, with the like the cheese and the sauce, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you maybe the jalapenos. If if you know if you like spice, if you don't like spice, leave them off. But you're wrong as well. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, that's just a wine jack up. Like I don't really care that much, but it's just funny. So because I listen to the podcast, if the next podcast I'm on, if I remember, because I probably won't, I will do something that he said on the previous podcast, and I'll wind him up about it because it's funny. I like it. I'm on board. And I'm sure that he will be annoyed, which makes it so fun. (laughs) (laughs) Tom, do you have anything to submit for hard mode? Because I've kind of had the impotent mode just by ranting about Metro still. Yes. Also, impotence means you can't get hard. So how could you possibly have a hard mode with impotent mode? Therefore, it should be flaccid mode. Sorry, I'm still on the Jack you're wrong segment. Yeah. 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 I'm not. I'm not that I've done that now, but I'm just That's that's the point of intimate. You can't have both. It's either hard mode or intimate mode. Intimate mode. Because we've got nothing. Intimate. You you can get intimate if you want. (laughs) Be a bit weird. Um anyway, um I it's it's your guys' show. Like you choose what you want, right? I'm just saying it to annoy Jack. (laughs) I I get you. I get you. I'm glad I'm glad that you get it. But I'm preempting Jack's response, which is but that it's not. We have both impotent and hard mode. It's, I feel like you have. In the well, parts. we're not supposed to. It should be one or the other. But there are two of us, so arguably one person could be impotent, impotent, and the other could be. Yes, but yeah. you can't have impotence one week and then hard the next week and then impotence the week after that. And if you do, you should probably see a medical professional. There are many things we should see medical professionals about. I feel like the state of our potential impotence is not necessarily one of them anyway 
That's that was my point. Therefore, it makes more sense. If Talking it's of your point, mode, what have you got a rock on for? Uh, uh, Apex Legends. Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've already said about this. I really enjoy the game. It's fantastic. Uh, Anthem coming out is kind of like I was like Anthem. Yeah, it's uh-huh. the best thing ever. Then Apex then came. Apex and I'm just like I yeah. don't care. I'm yeah. still going to get it when it comes out, but I don't care. I'm hoping yeah, I'm really, it'll be very I'm good. really actually annoyed with the timing of Apex. I don't know why it's come out when it's done. Considering it's from the same publisher, it's very bizarre. Um, timing of Apex is weird. Cause yeah, but I'm still gonna get. Um, Unless they had them. no idea that it was gonna be this good. Unless they thought, yeah, well, we'll put that out. We'll put out your game respawn, whatever. You, yeah, you, you, you just, you, you do what you like, whatever. Not thinking that, oh shit, they're, they're people like their game. Fuck. They probably went in the same thing that we all did when it was announced, which was, yeah, yeah, we need another free to play battle royale game. Sure, that's a good idea. Oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> it's real good. It's real good. I'm going to play it when I get in. I'll play it at some point. I'm going to be like, hey, bitch, you're sick. So you should go to the bedroom and go to sleep. Turn off One Tree Hill. Because you've <laughs> seen it a million times. It's so bad, that show. Yeah, yeah. She it put is. it on because, like, I don't know, it's like a comfort thing. It's like Gossip Girl for her. She's watched uh-huh. them both, like, a million times. It's so bad. Yeah. I don't know about Gossip Girl. I've never really, like, properly watched it, but, but. One Tree Hill, my God, it's so bad. I'm sorry for any One Tree Hill fans. And it seems to go on forever as well. Yeah, it's it's like I was just watching it and I was like, what is this? And I was just taking the piss out of it. And at that point, I was like, I'm going to leave the room. <laughs> because I'm sure that me like going on about how shit one of your favourite shows are, whilst you're ill and can't really talk properly at the moment. Yeah. Camilla's a big fan of One Tree Hill as oh well. God. That often goes on when she's ill. Yeah, I, I get it. Like, you know, but to be fair... I sit and watch other people play video games on a very, yeah, very yeah. regular <laughs> basis. And I'm sure to her, it's like, what are you doing? What the hell <laughs> are you doing? Um, but yeah, so each to their own. But it's really bad. No, I'm, I'm with you. I remember when, when Camilla had, had her surgery, when she was recovering, she basically sat and watched all of it. And the amount of that I ended up watching, because I was like, I have to sit with you because yes, you've been unwell and you've had major and the surgery switch and whatnot. Out, yeah. and the switch wasn't a thing. And, whatnot um god yes it's bad <laughs> it's really bad that pretty little liars uh i think you kind of did watch that the only redeeming feature of pretty little liars is nolan north is in it i do the only that. redeeming feature every now and then nolan north will crop up and like, hey it's nate he's gone now okay <laughs> i don't care anymore <laughs> Um, I actually remember the first time I wasn't I was I was present in the room I was doing something else I wasn't looking at the screen and suddenly you were like Nathan Drake's here <laughs> what's all this about I'm like holy shit Donald North is in this show I'm on board and then it was different words I'm not on board <laughs> yeah these girls need to chill out yeah man crazy indeed 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 this is press start your weekly video podcast Video game podcast right here on <laughs> Rabbit Hole Media. Don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter at Rabbit Hole underscore UK. You can subscribe to us on YouTube where you can see us anytime you wish. You can follow us on <coughs> Twitch at Rabbit Hole Media. And you can subscribe and follow us on mobile different podcast services on and around the internet. Indeed. In diddly 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 Jack, uh, no, you're not Jack, you're Tom. Jack, anything Wait. else you'd like to talk about this week? <laughs> um, I'm going to go with that's understandable because you're screeding. Yeah. And that normally follows with Jack. Yep. So, I'm not Jack. I'm Tom, or Wit Upside Down Free Man. Yeah. No. Cool. I think is the answer to the no, question. No. Yeah. You I mean, asked. there's not been uh, not been loads of news. Nope. 
the things that have happened we've discussed. Yes. Um, no new games has really come out other than the ones nope. we've discussed. Mm-hmm. I feel like all the things have fallen into place. Yes. Spoken about food. Yes. Spoken about things not relevant. I think we're good. Check, <laughs> yep. check, 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 check. Tick, 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 tick. And we've done over an hour, I think. We have indeed. Yeah. In which case, until next time, we shall see you then. Bye.